so where all have you taught then? So obviously you yeah. did a little bit of the pastoral stuff for, sure. you said about six years and then you um, yeah. obviously teach at Sacred Heart now, but where else have, have you done the teaching? So I, after I graduated from Marquette as an undergraduate, I went back to my hometown, Omaha, mm. and taught at my alma mater, Creighton Prep, for two years. Okay. And uh, my wife and I were married at that point and uh, we were both from Omaha. And we kind of looked at each other and said, well, is this it? Yeah. You know, should we uh, build the picket fence around the yard and buy the dog? We already have the yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd always thought we'd do some volunteer work for the church and, you know, kind of realizing we we're setting down roots. And yeah. uh, so we uh, looked around. We actually wanted to work overseas. Where were you guys looking for that? Oh, uh, mainly South America, okay. you know, and looking at different uh, religious orders that sure. serve. But a number of the religious orders, as soon as they found out we had a child, yeah. they uh, said, yeah, well, that's not going to work not. too well. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking to a Jesuit friend of ours about this, and he said, well, what about Holy Rosary Mission, mm. which is a Jesuit uh, mission on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation yeah. in uh, South Dakota? And he said, they need theology teachers at their I'm sure, high school. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. And so we looked at it and went and visited. We then did work for two years as volunteers at uh, the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation at Holy Rotary Mission. And that was really a powerful experience. You guys were both teaching while you were there? Uh, I was teaching uh, theology in the high school. My sure. wife was doing campus ministry work okay. in the high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, yeah. What was that experience like? I can only imagine. I mean, that must yeah. have been vastly different than the other teaching experiences that you had. Uh, it was, you know, I think it was a real experience. You know, my wife and I sometimes talk about that as uh, you think about religious orders and people have their novitiate experience. In sure. some ways, it was our novitiate experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because first off, the experience of community. I mean, first, you had the, the lay community that we were part of, you know, other volunteers. Sure. And we'd be bound together. But then there's also the Jesuit community, and there's also a community of sisters. Okay. And and on top of that, then you had the Lakota community as a whole. Yeah. And certainly that culture has a higher value, I think, than a lot of other cultures for community and family and yeah. the importance of that. Uh, did did that strike a dynamic. balance then with uh, with the theology that you were teaching? Did it mm-hmm. seem like it was well-received because that they had that shared value of community and, and family? Or was it was it difficult? Yeah, well, that was interesting in that context, teaching theology, right? Sure. Uh, because I think even the institution, Red Cloud Indian School, which is the name of the school, uh, was trying to reorient itself, you know, because originally the uh, Catholic schools were seen as a uh, mechanism for forcing forcing assimilation okay. upon the native populations. Sure. And there was a real attempt to honor and respect and to figure out how there might be lines of congruency between the Catholic faith mm. and the native culture and sure. even the native sure. religions, you know, how sure. within the, those expressions there might be ways to find compatibility. Some parallels, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Right, you know, ways yeah. to incorporate certain traditional rituals, you know, just like all Christianity has always done, it's yeah. found ways to find, yes. uh, to seek similarity and then incorporate. Yeah, and so interesting. It was an interesting dynamic because for the kids that are required to take theology, I taught Old Testament, and uh, you know, for some of them, it was just something they had to take. Other, which I found, even when I taught at Creighton Prep, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a shared experience. Uh, for yeah. others, their faith was really important, but it's certainly a culture where faith's important. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it wasn't uh, one way or the other. You're kind of imbued, right? Yeah, with the sense of the mystery and the yeah. Almighty. I mean, even. You know, you'd go outside and you're just sort of 
captured by the horizon. And Willa Cather in one of her books talks about, in my the book's called um, My Antonia, and she has this great line we, where this woman's on the uh, plains of Nebraska and says, uh, this is happiness, to be part of something complete and great as she looked out over the horizon and kind of being enveloped within it. And I think yeah. that's kind of, you know... Something um, they, they yeah, yeah, there's sort of this... The space itself has yeah. that capacity to kind of bring Draw you to, them the, in. to the greater. Right? Yeah. The- Do you feel like in that same sense, then, was there less of a distraction? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think of you know, ourselves in a secular mm-hmm. world, right, with... Mm-hmm. Uh, screens is an obvious one, but also just so many things at our fingertips to do, to be able to go to. Was that less of an issue for them? Yeah. You know, just because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are those same things on the reservation, but. In some ways there are the same distractions and what have you, sure. but, and, and, you know, this is a number of years ago. This would have been back in 1984, sure. 86. Yeah, so a little bit, so little bit different. How cell phones and what have you have Yeah, technology. Yeah, exactly. Changes. Computers and everything else have changed the reality there. But there is something, at least when we were there, the very fact that you had to be pretty intentional about what you were doing. So if you wanted to go to the store, it was an intentional choice. Yeah. You know, the the, the lack of convenience. Yeah, it wasn't walking down a block to the corner store sort of thing. (laughs) Exactly. You want to go to a movie. Yeah. It was a 45-minute round trip. Yeah. So that sort of made a couple things happen was one, I think people do did find ways in which, well, okay, we have to make our own entertainment. Yeah. And we certainly did that. But also that, you know, you find a way in which you're connecting with people in, in many ways yeah. more than just objects. You know, I mean obviously T V can anybody can plop down in front of it. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, a, not that hard. A magic elixir. But yeah, it's interesting. I guess before we get too much into the archaeological stuff, which mm-hmm. is going to be fascinating. But it just seems like an interesting parallel there to, mm-hmm. you know, the the stuff that I went to a talk before, obviously, last spring that you gave um, on some of your archaeological digs. But just to think of the simplicity back, uh, you know, in Christ's time of of not having these luxuries. And it sounds something similar to what you're saying now with, you know, this reservation um, where people didn't have that convenience. And you almost had to have that relational aspect in the first place to have this, you know, bond as a community and to... Maybe I don't know if if it was small enough, but that kind of feeling of like everybody knows everybody sort mm-hmm, of thing, and mm-hmm. um, you know sp- things spread by word of mouth instead of just the convenience of the internet. It seems like maybe that was something of a similar parallel for you while you were there, even if it was thirty years ago. There certainly was a different pace of life than what I was used to sure. uh, on the reservation, and not that that was some sort of magic bullet. I mean, you know, yep. there's, you know, really high levels of alcoholism and right. correlated high unemployment. So there certainly is a difficult life, mm. you know, and people were trying to find their ways of escaping those yep. trials and travails. So I don't want to romanticize some of the realities that were given the realities, but there was sort of a prioritization given to community Yeah, that yeah. might be a little different from... You know, our rugged individualism of a of the greater yeah. right, majority yeah. culture. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. Do, do you feel like uh, the stuff that you guys are teaching or maybe just the, the broader church at large, did the teachings of the church help in some of those kind of cultural issues? Like you spoke to you know, alcoholism as yeah. an example. Did you feel like that that helped or was it just like everything is in life and it's just uh, just takes time and it's just, you know, let the, the Holy Spirit work through it? Well, I think the school's mission was very inspiring in terms of what it was trying to do was to, since it was seen as, you know, sort of the most academically rigorous uh, high school on campus, on on the reservation, uh, that its goal was to prepare students to, um, for college. Yeah. 
And we really did try to instill this idea that the students should go get their degree and come back and help the people. And so that was very much related to the sense of Christian service and the sense of you know, the Christian idea yeah. that uh, we are all part of the body of Christ and, and the needs to respond to the needs of the community. And that, and that correlated with the cultural yeah. kind of values, too. So there's a nice... So a lot of formation then of uh, these, it was this high school age, you said? High school. The Holy Rosary Mission had a number of grade schools okay. and junior highs and then one high school. Mm. I taught in the high school. Okay. You know, spread out across the, uh, a couple of different locations on the reservation. Yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah. grade schools and the, and the junior highs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that being something um, that is probably more effective. For a lot of a lot of kids that age, right? If that's fourteen to eighteen, I guess for most mm-hmm. people in high school, that's the probably the age you want to grab them at anyway. Uh, not to say that obviously early formation is important too, but especially trying to make that impact right before, like you said, if they go to college and uh, make decisions as an adult or anything else, to be able to kind of form their minds in that way. And what what better way to to do that than yeah. with theology, right? You know, there's a great expression uh, from I, I encountered it uh, in South Africa. Had the privilege of traveling there and meeting Bishop. Tutu, mm. and he had. Well, this, you met him in person. I did. Really? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. How was that oh, experience? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, he came to uh, Marquette to <laughs> really was, uh, given their discovery award. That's where I met him originally uh, through my wife's work, mm. and then when we went to visit my son, who was uh, did a semester abroad at South Africa, we went to visit him, and we yeah. were able to. Uh, have dinner with him, and uh, he's a very humble man. Who was, you know, of course, yep. he's passed away. Yeah, very cheerful person, very authentic. And his wife, uh, I think, kept him that way, kept him honest. <laughs> yeah, was always, like any good she, wife she, will. She never, uh, <laughs> but he was just a uh, uh, authentic, down to earth kind of guy. Uh, just a pleasure to be with. But you know, he has this great uh, use of. He often cite the term Ubuntu, mm. which means I am because we are. Mm. You know, I am because we are. And I think, you know, that at its core, that's a concept within Christianity too, right? That we're all part of yeah, the church each other. The body. Exactly, yeah. the body of Christ, right? Yeah. And that in some ways to fully experience what God desires for us, we form community. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, that's congruent with, I think, the values of the Lakota culture too. Yeah, oh, yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm. What a cool experience. Yeah, it was, it was. Very formative. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. It gives a lot of taproot sort of experiences. Yeah. My wife and I continue to go back and forth. You yeah. Know, not all easy, you know. Sure. Um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of pain on the reservation. Yeah. Uh, so I guess in terms of my own faith life, uh, yeah, I learned a lot about the nature of community and how that relates to the Christian faith. I also learned probably a lot of lessons about the cross. Yeah. And and how two little girls that um, are substituting a bus run for somebody and, and off the bus when they got off were um, snatched by another parent and mm. driven away. So basically a kidnapping, you yeah. know, and just um, yeah. the pain of that of being feeling so helpless to yeah. to to see that happen in front of your eyes and and. Um, yeah, I feel like there's nothing be- you can do for Yeah, it. and before yeah. cell phones, right? So I have yeah. this big bus and dry- driving frantically back to the yeah. nearest place where there's a phone to try and yeah. see. I, I, think, I think something went wrong there, not even knowing what went wrong, but just seeing yeah. the girls kind of yelling and screaming and yeah. what just happened there as they were yeah. being driven away. You know, so... Things we take for granted, for sure, with yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. And, 
Yep. You know, you can go through a lot of other examples of just though realizing that I didn't have the. I, I went to confession after that, actually, yeah. <laughs> right after that. The priest kept saying to me, "What did you do wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> I said, "I don't know," but I just felt like I didn't do anything. You know, there was nothing. Yeah. I couldn't stop it. He goes, "Well, you didn't have the power to stop it. There's yeah. nothing to absolve you of. You're just experiencing the cross, yeah. and that that's why we believe that." God's redemption yeah. is beyond our doing. Yeah. You know, you're not Christ. You, 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 yeah. you know, basically said to me, stop trying to put yourself up on the cross. Cross. Jesus has already done that. Yeah, that, yeah that's a great way to put it, of, of just having that, that feeling of helplessness, but yeah. also just giving that helplessness to the Lord too, right? Yeah. Which is what you're saying. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah.